Welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. This is episode 425. And I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com, joined by our panel this week. <laughs> Jabby Burns is here. How are you, Jab? I'm doing great. I like panel. Panels, our panel. Yeah, it makes us sound a lot more important than we really are. But you know what? Anytime that we can put my boy Patrick Guthrie back in the mix, that panel is complete. What's up, Patrick yep, Guthrie? Happy to be here, guys. I'm, I'm, like I said, I've, I've told you before, I'm, I'm mid-draft, and it currently <laughs> it is going down like full Armageddon right now in my in the chat for the draft because the key, the the keepers got messed up. So I think I, the reason I was quiet for a second there is I think there is now a situation where we're bidding on Trey Turner, but he is actually Steven Strasburg. <laughs> oh my god! So. My brain, my brain exploded for a so, second. So we should be getting some amazing predictions from you, uh, from from you this year, as we did last year, by the way. Which I, I feel like you do. You're you're doing a fantasy draft every time we do this show. <laughs> it's yeah, it's right. It's right around when the season starts. It's, uh, it's I, I was doing one last night, and I'm doing one tonight, and then it'll be over. And th- the thing is, though, like as opposed to with a snake draft with an auction, like you can't just you, make a yeah. pick and then. Yeah. Uh, last bit. night we had our draft, um, and and Jab, I don't know about you, all right, and Patrick, you're in that league too, right? I don't, I don't know what you guys did, but you know, in the later rounds, it's a 12 team league, and in the later rounds, I, I had a movie on. We were watching uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and oh. I, I had my laptop on my lap, and basically would wait for it to do the the ding, and I'm like, oh crap, it's my pick, and you, know, <laughs> you can't do that with an auction draft. You're you're a hundred percent. Invested the I am a hundred percent locked in to the facts that I think Steven Strasburg is now Trey Turner. <laughs> That's a but big he difference. Could be just, he could be Justin Turner, <laughs> and now the draft is paused again. All right, guys. All right. So here's what we should do. This is, by the way, I cannot believe I'm saying this. This is our seventh annual MLB prediction show for the seventh year in a row. We are uh, sitting down here on the Skype machine, talking to you guys, trying to predict the the upcoming MLB season. I'm, I'm pumped. Spring training was awesome. Uh, the Orioles, you know, made a, a nice little signing there at the end, adding Alex Cobb. Got me very excited about the upcoming season. Uh, and this show is something I look forward to. I, I say it every year, uh, and I mean it genuinely. It is my favorite podcast of the year. So. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm, I'm looking forward to spending the, the next uh, hour plus with Jab, Patrick, and uh, and all of you guys. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. It's it's a blast. It's it's you know we we plan this for months in advance, right, Jabby Burns? I mean, it's something oh, we, yeah. we talk about forever. Yep. I get I get super excited. I'm just more excited to figure out. If is it are you bidding on who's going to get hurt for hurt first, <laughs> Trey Turner, Steven Strasburg, or Justin Turner? Because I think at this point, Justin Turner would be leading for you there, Patrick. Oh boy, man, that's uh, the Dodgers, man. They're all of a sudden like I mean, listen, they're they're loaded with prospects, but that's going to be tested this year. Yeah, because he's hurt, and all of a sudden, and it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be. Different, not being able to see, not being able to pencil in Clayton Kershaw for 30 starts yep. with a two ERA. Yeah, is that back is uh, that's a thing now. That's yep. that's a problem, and <laughs> he's admitted as much. And yep. 
I think that plays. I think that makes the NL West much more in flux than it has been for every year that the Dodgers have won it the last six years. Absolutely. Add, add in Mad Bum too. Our boy Mad Bum breaking his hand too. Yeah. I mean, just kind of to start the I season. I think they were. De- I think they were dead to begin with. Yeah. But I think I'm that, with you. They got old real quick, didn't they? And they doubled down on it. They doubled down on yeah, being they old. They got more old guys. I mean, whatever. It's. We're we're already giving some of this. I know we are we are we gotta we gotta hold back because the first thing that we do on these prediction shows is no. look back is look back at last year and uh, and I've I have had the fortune of going back and listening to last year's podcast, pulling uh, two clips each uh, for, from each of us some predictions that we made. I'll be fair and I'll start with me one of my bold predictions. For burying the lead. This is called burying the lead. One of my bold predictions for last year. I went a little bit crazy when talking about the NL East. And my last one is that uh, I see the Atlanta Braves finishing above 500 this year. I like the moves that they made. I think they're energized by the uh, new stadium there. How did that new stadium pan out for the Atlanta Braves last year, Patrick? How did it go? Didn't they get wrecked at home last year? Was it like, am I, I might be incorrect. I need to look up the numbers. I may just be spewing nonsense. Open but some I'm more tabs. I'm sure there. they had a, just a brutal record at home last year. I'm going to look it up now so I don't look stupid if I'm wrong. I, I loved the moves that they made last year. It was, those, those moves made all the difference for the Atlanta Braves last year. Were you drinking the Nick Marcakis Kool-Aid? I don't know what it was. I must have been. You were drinking something. Yeah. yeah. I, I always like to be the guy that's like one step ahead of the, the, Everybody the team does. making that move, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I got a, I got a little too bold. But I think, we, I think we all said something along the lines of the Phillies or the Braves, one of them will be better than people expect. Turns out it was neither. neither <laughs> it was neither. They we were, were both, both awful. Uh, Jabby Burns last year, for some reason, the Seattle Mariners were just like his team. He, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was pulling for the <laughs> Orioles. He had high hopes for the Orioles. But he, Jab was all about that Mariners life. Here, here's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm going to go off radar. I'm going to go with an old favorite because I think this team's going to be a little better than they were last year and find their way into the playoffs. Spoiler alert. I'm going to take King Felix. I think King Felix is <clears> back. I think he's wow. here last year. Wasn't, That's a big surprise. That is that great, but I think he's going to get the wins. I think he's going to get the run support that he hasn't had in the past, and I think that he's going to put those strike up totals out there. How are those uh, those strikeout oh. totals and wins? Did he get that run support that he needed? That's an emotion pick right there. Oh man, I, don't even know if I, I want like Felix now. to make the playoffs because Felix deserves to make the playoffs once in his career. How and great is those just, fan base? I mean, I love the fan base. They take the king out there. They get so fired up. I mean, but how bad is my voice? God, I hate the, That's what I think I hate about <laughs> more than anything is how awful I sound. No. Jeez. You're supposed to be more embarrassed by the pick than the voice, Oh, Jeff. no. The voice I don't so know bad, what it, but, So that's our only, our only uh, clip of you talking about the Mariners, but you picked Robinson Cano to win the MVP. <laughs> King Felix to win the Cy Young, and and you had uh, you had the Mariners um, winning the division. So yeah, Jab podcasted from two thousand nine last year. <laughs> yeah, he did, and I think it was sponsored by Tito's, as it always is. So I love it. Uh, I love it. I'm all about that Seattle life. Here oh we go. man. Well, uh, in the American League Central last year, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, well, they won a hundred and two games, uh, but despite that result. Our pal Patrick Guthrie uh, had his eyes set on another team at the beginning of the season. 
Uh, my number two is the Detroit Tigers. I wow, think this is really? probably the last year this team is going to kind of make a run at this. They're they're obviously older. They've got Miggy and Verlander and Victor Martinez and Kinsler. They're, they're, they're an older group, but they're talented. Obviously, they can hit. They missed the playoffs. Kind of like the, you know, the Mariners missed by an inch last year. So did the Tigers. Zach, you, that wasn't nice. You weren't calling for them <laughs> to win the division. <laughs> I totally forgot. I but you were predicting them to be the uh, the second wild card in the American League. And oh, my God, man. How do they That's fare? The that has to be the worst one of anybody. 64 right? wins. They were the worst I, team in baseball last 64 year. I did wins. like that you threw my Mariners in there and they missed it by an inch. So I'd be like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Tigers were 64 and 98. That's from 64 last year. Wins. Mm. Oh, God. Don't you just All love right. looking back at predictions? I have nothing to say for myself. That's that is that that invalidates any good pick I made whatsoever. Uh, got another one coming up down here on the line. There, don't worry about it. Okay. I've uh, yeah, that's true. I've always been a, a big homer. Maybe we're all homers uh, on this oh. podcast, and a little bit. Uh, I I I. Went a little uh, crazy. I had my my orange colored glasses, drinking my orange Kool Aid when making my pick for the American League MVP last year. But I'm taking Manny Machado to win yes, the uh, American League MVP. Uh, a a six point seven win player last year. Tons of power. Getting to watch him too, Jab in the B- World Baseball Classic, yeah. just got me more pumped than anything for uh, the the type of year that I'm expecting Manny Machado to have. Yeah, those WBC numbers. Mm, you get me so steamed that's, up. When that's, you say what those I, words. that's what I should have been paying attention to. Is the WBC? Uh, Machado didn't didn't end up being an All Star last year. Uh, no well, MVP votes. You're uh, underselling yourself a little bit here. Yeah, listen, it's not I mean, a great pick. The dude had a historically unlucky first half. He did, and he then did. he really flipped the switch. It just he was did. too late. Yeah, like he had a couple months there where he was. He was MVP quality. For yeah, a few late months. July through August, he was on fire when his boy Beck came uh, on board. But that's not that's not that bad. Shocker, Zach. He's not pick picking one. the Detroit that's Tigers. Not that bad. <laughs> right, right. It's not. Or taking the Mariners to win the, the be better than the twenty seven Yankees. I mean, for God's sakes. Let me guess. Let me guess. I have something. You do. Now we uh, we make bold predictions on these podcasts as well. Uh, in addition to uh, you know picking it. all of the awards, picking the division winners, the wild cards, all that stuff. We make bold predictions, and uh, I mentioned being a homer. Perhaps nobody was was more uh, optimistic about the Orioles than Jab. You were last year. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I think Manny Machado's contract extension gets done by the end of the year. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Hey, is it, is it the end of the is it the end of the year? <laughs> oh no, uh, we're uh, we are anxiously awaiting the news of Manny yeah. Machado's Guess contract. Manny Machado's new contract extension extension is like uh, Guns and Roses new album that they were coming out with for for twenty years. We're still waiting. People will be, say, people will be it. saying five years from now when he's on a different team. Yeah, I still think the Orioles get that Manny Machado extension. <laughs> Probably get, we'll probably get that done, won't we? I mean, that's right around the corner. Oh, well, it's coming, man. It's 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 coming. It's coming. Yeah, if he's going to get extended, it'll be in about five years for somebody else. Uh, last last Mm-mm. look I at like last year, um, Patrick Guthrie going into the season. I lo- I just love the optimism that every team's fans have after spring training, and none of that was more evident than Patrick Guthrie's World Series 
pick last year? I'm going to pick the Mets over the Indians. I have to do it. I don't know how many more years I have of all these guys <laughs> pitching together, and I'm going to I'm going to have to pick them every year until that rotation gets dissolved. So Mets over the Indians in the World Series. Mets over it was the really, Indians. It was a really unhealthy year last year. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're kind of standing well. by yeah. that. Like, well, it, could, it, it actually could have happened. It could have happened. It could not have happened. But uh, <laughs> I will say, watching uh, Michael Conforto's shoulder pop out on a swing that he missed, <laughs> and his back shoulder, one of the most bizarre injuries I've ever seen, was like, yeah. that was like um, that movie Drag Me to Hell where she's got a curse on her. The whole team had a curse on them last year. It was it was not good. And I knew it was – you know what? I can specifically remember when I knew it was over. They took two of three from the Nationals. And then Syndergaard uh, injured himself, and he was out for almost the rest of the year. And they gave up like 20 runs in the third game. So I, I remember that. they won the first two games. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I might have something here. I looked at my phone getting off a plane, and I'm like, oh, they lost like 20 to four. And then I saw, oh, Syndergaard left the game. And I'm like, all right, season's over. That's it. Wrap it up in June. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> sadly. Did it make you feel better that the Expos did what the Expos do? They got in the playoffs and lost another playoff series? <laughs> Nothing makes me happier. Like, there's few things that bring me that bring me that much joy in life is seeing, seeing the Nats blow <laughs> yet another playoff series. Death, taxes, and the Nationals losing a playoff series. That's, in, that's fi- in five. In, in five. <laughs> in the most depressing way possible. I was in. Uh, I was at game two. That was pretty damn special. Though, that's right. You were. You were. You yep. were. You were saw, uh, igniting your attitude, weren't you? I, can I, I just real quick to go back to that real quick here in the DeLorean? I was at that game and it was like the third or maybe the fourth inning and people Nats fans. It was like two nothing Cubs and everybody and they were already down one nothing in the series and everybody you know you know normal Nats fan. <laughs> Ben's Chili Bowl time, you know, Red Porch time. Let's get out of here, Waterfront, bro, you know. And then a Harper hits one into the water, and everybody just, oh, man, Nats party. Everybody, you know, just kind of like anywhere else with any, you know, fan base. Better you know, better catch fair, the Metro still, before that closes. Oh, man. That, yeah, exactly. Jump on the Metro. <laughs> Justin's Cafe for everybody. Um, no, I, I'm with you. It's uh, it's an interesting spot down there. And they and Zach and, or, uh, Patrick and I were doing a show while you were uh, getting all the stuff together. <laughs> Zach and we were talking about how talk about pressure. Hmm. Are they under a little oh bit of pressure gosh. down there, huh? Tons of pressure. Oh boy. Tons don't ask Harper about his contract. Just don't. No. Don't ask. Not allowed to. No. And not allowed to, he will leave the room. That'll don't you love that? Oh, uh, the Nats well have always been guys. the Nats, Nats have always been that way. It's it's amazing. It it, it it's But the thing is that wasn't the Nats. That was him. Him. Like that was he used did you see the press conference act? Yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah. Like, I have to imagine there, there's no way he took advice from anybody on that besides maybe Scott Boris to say, if you mention my, you know, if you mention 2019, I'm walking out of the room. Well, and he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his bodyguard there anymore either in Worth. So he's going to have to handle some of those big deals. And, and I trust me, there's going to be some trolling reporters out there from out of town in Cincinnati, different places that don't heed to all the questions that he's, you know, He's telling all these guys to say, talk about. Trust me, it's going to get brought up. And I'll say this: I think it's worse because don't think that they're not going to try to be crafty and ask um, his teammates. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be annoying. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a hundred percent going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so with twenty seventeen in the books, uh, we didn't see it coming. Obviously, uh, it's time to move on to twenty eighteen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for Thursday. 
I uh, can't wait. How's the weather looking, Jab? We're gonna we're gonna get rained out. What's, what's Seventy-two going on? right now, by the way. Temps. I always look at temps because when they say rain, I'm not into rain, especially with scattered showers. I don't believe in that kind of stuff because it is opening day, and I've been there for snow. I've been there for all the different things. I see temps. Temps say seventy-two. My buddy Jim Silvestri, who's my weather guru that we talk about on the podcast plenty of times, has told me. From, he's in Sarasota now. He told me he's gonna miss being at Camden Yards because it's gonna be glorious on opening day. Nice. That's that's great to hear. I love that. Yes. Because all, I, all I keep hearing is rain, 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 rain. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad that's to hear all the haters. Some, uh, yes. That's good. Fake news, Jab. The fake rain news. is fake news. I will be there. And that's. And by the way, if you need to hit me up, I'll be at the Diamond Tavern throwing bags. I lo- and how many years in a row is this for you? 17 straight. Oh, my gosh. You're, you are the Iron Man of, of, of Orioles mm, opening day. Just an older gentleman. Just an older gentleman. <laughs> All right, well, let's move into our 2018 predictions. We always start uh, with the category I know the least about, and that is American League Rookie of the Year. So, Patrick Guthrie, I'll put you on the spot. Who do you have for AL Rookie of the Year? I think, although he doesn't really have a position right now, I think it'll be Francisco Mejia for the Indians because the bat is there. He is a he is a great hitter. I think he went on like a fifty something game hitting streak about two years ago in their minor league system. I don't think they want him as their catcher right now. Is the problem, and their pitching staff is where they make their bones. I mean, their their pitching staff one to five is why that team is so good. I mean, the lineup aside, their lineup's still really talented, but pitching depth is what's gotten them where it's gotten them to. Um, I'm worried about the health of a guy. I think it's I think it's still Jan Gomes and Roberto Perez back there. Um, if one of those guys goes down, I think they'll have to figure something out with Francisco Mejia just because, I mean, I don't think you can leave that bat in the minors. So either he'll come up playing catcher. They've been trying him at third. They've been trying him at first. They're trying any way they can to get this guy up because he can hit and he'll be hitting in a really good lineup. So he is my pick for AL Rookie of the Year. Jabby Burns, who do you got? I, you know what? I was thinking about that, too. I do like I mean, I like the idea. I want the usually I would go with the positional guy that plays every day. It's a lot easier. You get the numbers and everything. I'm going to go out on a limb with a guy who could be a Chris Sale um, clone basically down the line and out in Oakland. And the only reason why I like this spy is because Oakland's going to be so dreadful that they're going to need to get him up here. And this guy's going to be fun to watch. It's AJ Puck. He throws. I don't know if it's Puck or Puke or whatever you want to say. I love this pick. It's Puck. He it's he just throws gas. He's gonna be in, in Oakland. On all I've heard from this guy, and I'm not even sure if he's gonna start. He might be a Triple A or Nashville when they start. Which, by the way, can Oakland find a closer Triple A place than Nashville to Oakland? That's playing oh, Vegas. Geez. Yeah, <laughs> I always love the Vegas. The, I mean, that's what phenomenal. is it's so crazy? At least Vegas. I mean, I like Smashville too. So you know, Nash Vegas is pretty money too. But still, I just, I just, I just think this kid has got everything that you want. And Oakland's gonna, like I said, gonna be so dreadful that they're gonna have to get this up here. He's gonna whether he comes out of the bullpen, whether he starts towards the end of the year. I just feel like I would love to watch this kid pitch and. Um, you know, maybe maybe it doesn't come true. Maybe I'm on the prediction show of all the things that go wrong, that goes wrong. But uh, I really like this kid, AJ Puck. So I'm going to go with him. You'll never get made fun of in the prediction show for your rookie of the year <laughs> pick. I mean, honestly, it's 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 such a crapshoot. I, I full disclosure. I mean, I can go through. I can make my Cy Young picks, my MVP picks. Feel uh, you know, feel like I have enough uh, confidence. Not to say that I won't embarrass myself with any of uh, any of my picks. I will. I have to do a lot of googling to come up with rookie of the year. Uh, and and the name that I I found uh, the most was uh, Francisco Mejia for all the reasons that Patrick Guthrie said. So I'm not going to waste any more of uh, of your time talking about him. 
NL Rookie of the Year, I have uh, Ronald Acuna. 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 You want to tell me about him, Patrick? Oh, man. I I think, Zach, I think if if you know about any rookie, you know about this guy. Because he is, uh, he's been lighting up pretty much every league he's played in. I mean, the big... The big story on him last year is I don't even think he was on the top 50 prospects list coming into the year. And then he crushed single A. They moved him up to double A. He was better. They moved him up to triple A. He was better. He went to the Arizona Fall League, won the MVP. He went to spring training. He hit 417 with like five homers, and they sent him down. He is a uh, he's a five-tool player kind of in the mold of, I want to say, Buxton for the Twins. Maybe yeah. not the same type of speed. Maybe not the same type of defense, but a better bat. He is um, he is definitely the most exciting rookie this year, and he'll be up as soon as that little you know the service time yeah. thing passes, and Atlanta yeah. can call him up. He will be right smack in that lineup, and he he is the fun pick. I, I definitely think so. I I hope he wins rookie of the year because if he does, that means he's lived up to his potential, which is enormous. And, that's and the Braves why could I be pretty it. damn good. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm kind of in the same category with Patrick, like. I mean, as much as Zach loved the Braves last year, I think the Braves are going to be a fun team. I'm a Swanson guy, as you guys know. I've talked about plenty of times on this show. Nick's there. Uh, by the way, Ryan Flaherty now has joined the Braves yeah. as well. Um, I didn't know they were brother and sister, brother-in-laws, by the way. Either. That was something kind of new to me. They, they, I guess uh, their wives are sisters. Oh. Who? Uh, Flaherty and Marcakis. That's Did a, not know that. Just a little bit of TMZ for you. But um, <laughs> I, I really, I just, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I read some stuff on this kid. I saw him play a little bit last year, not enough to be able to know. I'm not going to pretend that I knew much about him. But, Zach, I, I'm with you. I think this kid is a guy that, you know, coming up through the ranks here is somebody that we're going to want to, like, if he his when he comes up to bat, it's almost like it's must-see kind of stuff with these young guys. And um, so I, I'm going to go with it, and, see, and hopefully the Braves can make that stadium much better for you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, look, looking forward to it. I was just a year off with uh, with my prediction. Uh, but Patrick Guthrie, you you did not go with uh, with Acuna on this pick. So who did you go with? I want to be clear. I want Acuna to win Rookie of the Year. I do, even as a Mets fan, just because I've I've seen him like the little I've seen him play in the fall league and the little I've seen him play in um, in spring training. He is a generational talent. Like he is, he's something to watch. I just think the pressure on this kid when he comes up is going to be, I mean, it's, it's not quite Bryce Harper, but it's about as close as I can remember um, to any, to any kid coming up because he is the consensus. Number one, he is the guy now. And I just think it's going to be a little too much. And there's going to be that thing of pitchers recognize the, the, you know, all of the stuff that's going on around this kid, the, the attention that he's commanding. And I think he's going to get the best effort from every pitcher every time out no matter where he's hitting in the lineup. So I'm going to go with a guy who I think is really talented, playing a little outside the spotlight, uh, Nick Senzel in Cincinnati, who is, I think, a third baseman by trade, but they just signed Suarez to a contract extension, so he's probably going to play short. He's a good hitter. I think he's his glove is good enough to stick it short for them. And I think the guy's going to hit something like 280 with a bunch of doubles, and it's not going to be sexy, but he'll be a good player. And uh, it's it's a safer bet than Acuna. Acuna's ceiling is higher, but I think I think Senzel's floor is much higher. So I'm going to take Senzel. All right. So why so much pressure on Acuna? I mean, the, the Braves aren't expected to make a big splash this year. No, I I don't think it's so much about the team as it is about him. Like he is the 
all of like the pomp and circumstance surrounding this kid, especially after spring training. I guess Chris Bryant might, might be a good example. Okay. You know, yeah. He came up to a good team Fair too. Enough. This kid has rocketed through the minors, and people are now expecting the world when this kid comes up to the majors. And it's a lot of pressure for what I believe is like a 19-year-old kid to handle. Um, I hope he can. I mean, Bryce Harper did. I'm just a little skeptical that he's going to be able to do it. Understandable. All right, that makes sense. Uh, You're still on the clock. We're we're snake drafting Patrick Guthrie, so you're still on the clock. Uh, with your American Cy Young pick, who do you got for AL Cy Young? Trey Turner. Man, the AL Cy Young <laughs> pool is as shallow as it gets, man. Yep. I was, I, I mean, there's there's a couple obvious picks, and I picked one of them in Justin Verlander, and mm-hmm. he, he's he's getting up there. He's getting a little long in the tooth. He was great for Houston down the stretch last year. I mean, really one of the guys that you can definitively say in the last couple of years the trade deadline, although it was not the non-waiver trade deadline, but a trade deadline acquisition that effectively won, yes. won his team a World Series. I agree. Um, I think he's getting a little older, but I think he's still got enough left. And I, I don't think he's competing with too many people. I think he might be competing with the two guys that you were picking. And that's it. And maybe uh, maybe one more. But unless somebody comes from totally out of nowhere, I think this is like a four-man race. And I'll take the guy that's won a couple already. Yep. All right. I like it. I like it. That's a good pick. Who do you got, Chavy Burns? I hate the Red Sox. So let me just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting that out there in the open. I just want everybody to understand I dislike the Red Sox more than any baseball, any probably any team out there, right? And the Blue Jays are not – I'm not a big fan of them either, but the Red Sox are number one. Chris Sale is so – I don't know how he has – I went and looked back. I was surprised he has not won a Cy Young. He's yet to win a Cy Young. So that that to me is still kind of mind-boggling. I understand why sometimes. I feel like sometimes he doesn't get the win. So there's plenty of times when he was with the White Sox when he would just pitch, you know, basically like 13 innings in a game and the White Sox wouldn't score and they'd take him out or whatever. He's just he's, – he's phenomenal to watch. I hate that he's on the Red Sox. I hate that the Red Sox are paying about $13 million a year. I hate that the trade went down, Zach. I told you at the time it makes me upset. I just think that – he's in a position right now because I do think David Price is going to come back and have a better year. I think that they're going to have a little bit more depth in that pitching staff than they had last year. Um, and I think he's going to get the wins, which I think is not important per se to baseball guys like ourselves, but it is important sometimes when you start looking at numbers um, for, for Cy Young. I think the strikeouts are always going to be there with Chris Sale and his ERA is always going to be low. So I, I just... It's hard not to. I, I can understand your pick, Zach, because I mean the guys won it, you know, what two two straight years. He's 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 a solid solid selection, and I was thinking that too. And I think I agree with Patrick. I think you guys are absolutely right. I think it's basically down to like four guys, which is crazy to think because American League, you expect to get a couple other guys. But I, I'm going to go with Chris Sale, and at some point, this guy is going to break through. Jab, I think just real quick, I think I can give you the reason, and it's the guy always kind of fades down the stretch, yep. and it's yep. partially because he's such a lunatic when it comes to pitching in a good way and that he wants to stay until the eighth inning every time because he had it locked up last year in July. Like, that was it. Chris Sale was a Cy Young in July last year. And just kind of like every year, and it happened in the playoffs too, which he hadn't been a part of before. Um, Once it gets to August and September, man, those those seven, eight inning starts start to add up. Yeah. So well, that's on uh, that was on Farrell last year. So let's see if the the new guy in town can, can kind of figure that out because I feel like Farrell burned him. Not that I cared, but um, – I think Farrell was one of the worst managers they've had in a long time. So that could be a lot of, that's something to do with it. Fair enough. 
Corey Kluber was the uh, AL Cy Young Award winner last year. <laughs> he finished finished in first place at the voting. He uh, finished in third place in 2016. He won it in 2014. Uh, he is 32 years old, has pitched uh, over 200 innings the last four years in a row, and he is my pick to win uh, the AL Cy Young Award this year. I, I think, yeah. I think First of all, just knowing the teams that uh, that the Indians are going to face nineteen times in a row in that division, um, I think they're going to they're going to roll some wins. Um, and uh, seeing Kluber kind of dominate some of those lineups is something that I'm sure we'll we'll all be used to by about the middle of the summer. So yeah. I think uh, Corey Kluber is my guy for AL Cy Young. And don't you think that division? And spoiler alert, looking ahead, but don't you think that division is kind of? I know that everybody's jocking the Twins here. I understand that, but. I mean, that's a division that the Indians should win. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 They so should, that helps they should too. roll in that division. They uh, should run away in Hyde, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think the Twins had a nice offseason. I, I don't think that they're anywhere near the, uh, the, the Indians yeah. in that division. Yep. Which brings us to the NL Cy Young Award. Mm. And I have the first pick in the NL Cy Young Award. It's a good one. Uh, I, I was looking at projected stats because if you look at last year's stats, it's not really fair because we're, we're basing off of, uh, of seven games. But projected stats for my pick uh, look, look pretty promising. 3.29 ERA, uh, what a, a 1.1 whip, uh, less than a home run per nine, less the 2.3 walks per nine, 10.1 strikeouts per nine are the projections for Noah Syndergaard, who I think is going to be healthy, uh, and Thor is going to win the National League, National League Cy Young Award um, for the New York Mets this season. So what what say you about that, Jabby Burns? I'm going to back it up. There's Zach, my podcast partner, my life mate. I'm going to take <laughs> Thor as well. And I don't know if that's good or bad for Patrick Guthrie, but uh, maybe this comes back to haunt us in the um, podcast next year. But I just, I just, I'm with you. I saw the things that are going on there. I think, as Patrick pointed out, he kind of got hurt towards down the stretch there. He was pitching fantastic. I still think he's their best pitcher on the staff. I know Degrom is there, and I know they got plenty of others in that in that staff as well. But I'm sorry, I love the guy. I think he's fantastic on social media. Maybe that plays into it. I just think, I just everything about this guy screams that I would kill for this guy to pitch for my baseball team, and so I'm rooting for him. Plus, we're you know we're, we're Pat guys, so we, we we have nothing against the Mets. That's but, right. Uh, but it's a lot of love for our boy. So we're both taking Thor. What says you, Patrick Guthrie? Guys, this isn't fun. <laughs> it's not fun when we all take the same guy. Oh, uh, good. No, uh, we, we can have one where we all take the same guy. I am praying that this this is the year that he's healthy. Because I, I don't think there's really any debate at this point that he has probably the nastiest stuff of any starter in baseball, I would say. He is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy throws a hundred with a with a ninety-two mile an hour slider. It's 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 unfair. Um, I just that's like the limits of the human body is what worries you. Is like the, the way he throws is like the limits of the human body before your arm literally detaches and goes flying into the crowd. So <laughs> I am hoping if this guy gets, I mean, this is this is what I've been saying about the Mets, and anybody I work with or anybody I know has been saying about the Mets is the Mets could be. 90 and 72 or 72 and 90. And a lot of that depends on, are you getting 30 starts from Jacob deGrom? And are you getting 30 starts from Noah Syndergaard? Because if you are, all of a sudden you look a lot better. Yep. 
Um, Syndergaard's stuff is unbelievable. And if he makes 30 starts, I think he wins a Cy Young. Yeah. There you go. That's I like fine. it. I like and it. by the way, think about it. Think about the NL too. I mean, we both we all passed up Scherzer. Passed up. You were talking about Strasburg. How you, you like it? Where yeah, he's at? This is at. the one that Patrick <clears throat> said had so much depth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know Mad Bum's hurt for a couple of seasons. That's fine. But you I mean you start looking at some of the Grinky. I mean, just some of the guys out there that you could go with. And there's even deeper guys too. Like there's yeah. not that in the AL where there's like there's you know what what if what's to say Robbie Ray doesn't have a great year? He came out and had a good year last year. Yeah. Um. Who else? Darvish. I mean, Darvish has the yeah. talent to win a Cy Young. I don't think. I don't Jake Arietta. Jake Arietta, yeah. <laughs> Your boy. Sorry, yeah, he's my boy, all right. You got to mention close, him. He's closer now. It, it would not have been a prediction show if Jake had not been mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> oh, he, he might be part of the uh, <laughs> boomer bust at Bird, the end here. But bird's eye view, stay tuned. You're about to be mentioned later, too. That We oh, can't have God. a podcast without mentioning those guys. Uh, so that's NL Cy Young. Patrick, uh, you're, you're back on the board here with your American League MVP. Who do you got? I, I think it's got to be Trout until it's not. Um, Trout nearly won it last year, missing like a month. I know. And with, with two really good candidates. <laughs> with two guys who played full seasons, who had tremendous seasons. I mean, Altuve nearly hit, I think, like 500 for a month. It was something crazy. Yeah. Um, but Trout misses a month, and he is still in the conversation. I mean, and validly, too. He is – the year he was putting up last year was going to be his best year. He was phenomenal for those first couple months. And then he slid in head first, and he ripped up his thumb. So I, I just – there's no there's no one on the talent level of Mike Trout uh, until he gets older or he gets hurt. And – I think there's a couple other guys. I mean, obviously Altuve's in that discussion. You can put a lot of guys in this discussion, but Trout is the number one player in baseball until he's not, and I, that's that's the argument to me. No, and I, you know what's funny about that too is we watch enough baseball. We stay up late and watch the West Coast games. We'll see Trout. <clears throat> if he played in Boston, New York, you know, Baltimore, I mean Mets, you know what I mean? Like, would would we would we have more affinity for him? Because we would see him more because of seven o'clock games out here, or do you think that we do? Do we know how great he is if we get to see him day in and day out? I don't even think I have an appreciation for it, honestly. And I watch yeah. a lot of baseball, yeah. obviously, but I mean, again, I would love to watch him play every day. I am really hoping that Shohei Otani is something. Yeah. Because Mike Trout deserves to be yeah. on a good team. He deserves mm-hmm. to be on a good team. And listen, they they got to the DS and they got blown out by the by the Royals. Yeah. But Mike Trout deserves to be like in prime time in the playoffs. Period. So I, I hope the MVP gets a shot at it this year. That'd be good. All right. So I have two guys on here, Zach, and as as you could see, I can one. See. All right. So one is who I want it to be, and I would love it to be Manny Machado, and. And based on listening to you last year do the Manny Machado thing and the fact that I took Manny Machado to get you an did. extension, yeah. which I, he might get an extension to Disney. That's the only place he's getting an extension. You, you also they, took him to win MVP the year prior. so. And he, by the way, finished fifth that year. Yeah. Too, so that yep. at least was a little bit better. I'm sorry. I'm going with Carlos Correa. 
I, and I, cause I do think the, I do think that the Astros are going to be great. And I understand Jose Valtuve's on the team. I not, I'm not, um, you know, pretending I don't know he's on the team, but I just like what Correa does because of the home runs and, and the way he plays the game. I think he's playing the toughest position in baseball and shortstop. He has some injury prone type things that's happened with him, but I think, this is going to sound dumb. The guy got engaged last year. I think he's settling down a little bit. I think that they've won the World Series. The pressure is, as crazy as it sounds, isn't really on the Astros because nobody really expects them to go back-to-back, right? I think there's pressure, but it's it's not like Yankees, Red Sox pressure, right? I think it's Astros pressure. And if Astros pressure is a big deal, I'm sorry. They have so many gosh darn players on that team loaded from top to bottom in that lineup i just think with correa he could put up some just like monster numbers and they could run away with the west and all of a sudden he overshadows trout so i know that trout is the right call here but i'm gonna go out on a limb here and maybe just kind of zig when everybody else is zagging and, and take uh, carlos correa i like it people could steal his votes man I, I think he's the best player on that team i totally agree with you i, I think he could have an mvp There's so many here. good guys on that team though you got the World Series MVP and you got the AL MVP on yeah. your team. It's a tri- it's a tricky spot. Yeah. He's a great player though. I like that pick um, because it allows me to change my pick. Uh, I was gonna go with Mike <laughs> Trout. I was gonna go with Mike Trout. It's too boring though. I I, I look at, I'm with Patrick. I don't think we're truly appreciating how good Mike Trout is, and, and the guy oh. does deserve to be really good. And yes. by the way, I like reached like crazy to take Otani in uh, in our fantasy draft yesterday. So really, uh, I hope it pans out too because that's another fun, exciting part as of, a hitter uh, or a pitcher of that team. I Gotta don't care. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't as a hitter. <laughs> Uh, no, it was as a pitcher, but yeah, I don't okay. really care. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I hope it pans out less about Otani and more for Trout because uh, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, but because you took Trout and because uh, Jab decided to go with Correa, I'm going to go back to the pick that I made last year and and circle back and say that I think Manny Machado is going to win the yeah. AL MVP. Oh my okay? god! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm going to make the same mistake two years in a row. I think it's a it's a contract year. You, you talked about how unlucky Machado was uh, yeah. in in the first half last season, which really impacted his numbers. Um, I completely buy into that. I I you know I was going to reference how good he was in spring training. I, I don't think he could make a whole lot of that, but the guy is just. I mean, he's locked in. He's ready to go. I sound exactly like I did last year talking about the World Baseball you Classic. You are giddy. Don't I? You are giddy right I'm now. pumped, man. You are I'm, so I'm pumped. excited. This is the last year. I got to year. change your pick. I got to this, change your pick. I you did. This. Yeah, I, I'm giving you credit, man. <laughs> this is the last year that I will get to root for Manny Machado. So I'm going to root like hell for Manny Machado, uh, and I'm going to root for him to, to take home the uh, AL MVP honor. So. You didn't hear that I said he got an extension, Zach? You missed that? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If that happens, I'll be just as excited. So that's fine. That's awesome. Uh, mm. I'm up again. I gotta, I gotta contain my excitement here to move yes. on to the. Well, this uh, is your other guy, so you might as well. League. These two guys are gonna. These guys could buy you dinner. It's another contract here, right? I mean, <laughs> hey, don't talk, don't talk about his contract. We're not allowed to talk about his contract. No. Well, I'm gonna talk about his contract. I think uh, Bryce Harper is my pick for the National League MVP. I, I think that the Nationals are gonna be a solid team this season. I still think they're gonna get bounced in the uh, postseason in the first round because that's just what they do. That's what Washington teams do. We pick on the Nationals, but I'm a Capitals fan. I mean, come on. I I, oh, yeah. I see the you're same a, freaking thing happen. Uh, yep. <laughs> I've seen it. 
Um, but I think uh, I think Harper's just going to be locked in. I think they're going to beat up uh, on, on the NL East, and, and he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the leader. Uh, finished 12th in MVP voting uh, a, a season ago. Of course, won it in 2015. Um, you know, four or five-time All-Star. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Bryce Harper. What do you think, Patrick? I might have to change my pick. <laughs> um, my pick was Bryce Harper. So I, I just – it would be the ultimate called shot if he could do this. <laughs> really. I mean, contract year, lap, probable last year with the Nats. Probably. He's going to get talked about – like 2019 is going to get talked about all year long. Uh, I, I just don't think – I don't think he could pull it off. Um, and I think he'll be really good, but – I'm going to go with Paul Goldschmidt. And I think Ooh. I've gone with Paul Goldschmidt before. And I think he got a little overshadowed last year because J.D. Martinez came over and went just absolutely nuts for two Bonkers. months. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the D-backs are going to be good. The D-backs have a great rotation. They still have a pretty good lineup. And I think right in the center of that is Paul Goldschmidt. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go with a – Another guy who I don't th- who I think is really underappreciated uh, with a, a great first baseman, great hair. I'm going to go with Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> I, like I like it. it. I like that pick. Javi Burns, what do you got? Well, this is going to be the start of the uh, the rock pile party that that I'm and I'm putting together here as we as we get a little farther down. The rocks are going to be all in this year. Um, this guy is no Manny Machado in my opinion, but when you can play 81 of your games in a band box and be able to put up the numbers that he should be able to put up. It was a quote unquote down year for Nolan Arenado last year when he had 39 home runs. Um, I think the rocks are going to compete this year. I think they've tried to bolster their bullpen and we'll, we'll get to that later on in the program. I just really like this guy. I mean, he plays the, he plays defense at third base like nobody else. He now could now, now I can actually say he's maybe one of the best defenders at third base because our guy's playing shortstop now. So I, I just really like where he's at, and I think this is a kind of type of position where I think he's either a free agent after this year or he's in a really, really good position to become a free agent in a year after. I just really like where they're at, and I really like where he's at, and I, and I think this could be a year when Nolan Arenado comes and kind of puts his puts his name out there as one of these superstars that everybody's really kind of maybe inside Colorado and out in that area has been saying for years. But I kind of think that maybe this is where the national media kind of gets an idea of what this guy's all about. And by the way, he, this guy does it also not at home too. He does it on the road too. This guy's a legit, this guy isn't just a Colorado player. This guy's a legit player. And um, I think this is the year that Arnado can really break out. I like it. He had such a good year last year though. I, I want him to. I think he deserved to be nominated last year, and he wasn't, yeah. which is no. nuts. Yeah. Like, the bar to clear for Coors Field is higher than a yeah. 309 average with 37 homers and 130 RBIs. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see. I, I, ho- I hope he does. I think Charlie Blackman kind of, you know, kind of blocked him last year a little bit because Blackman had a nearly identical line, except better in a couple of categories. But yeah, he deserves. A lot more recognition. He's a yeah. phenomenal player. Yeah, he's good. So those are our predictions for uh, the awards, which means now we move into the division winners, and we start in the American League East with Jabby Burns' pick. Who do you got, Jab? 
I love the Rays, Zach. Uh, there's, the one, <laughs> there's the one team that, you know, I just year after year. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, you know, what's funny. By the way, I was in Sarasota a couple weeks ago. I drove by that just putrid stadium that they call. I mean, sorry, Zach. I know you've been there. It looks so awful. <laughs> Have you been right there? there. No, I drove by it every time we go to Sarasota because we always fly into Tampa. And it's just so dreadful. I say this. You can see the Yankees minor league stadium next to it, and it looks so much better than the terrible – or the, I'm sorry, the Yankees spring training area there. It's just – God, it's such a bad eyesore that that place is. But you said it's not that bad inside, so I'll go with it. I'm not taking space. I'm going to just you know go around. I, I think the Yankees – this is the Yankees division to win this year. I don't want it to happen, though – you know, you know, Patrick and I were talking a little bit offline while Zach was doing some work. Uh, this it could be an interesting spot with, with what's going on up there with Stanton. I agree with him. DHing, you know, it's going to be interesting because Judge is not a guy that really would care for the spotlight. I think the opposite for Stanton. I think Stanton now is going into a big market. I think he's not going to get the friendly um, Miami treatment like he did down there. I think it's going to be up there. You know. Mid-April, if he's hitting 220 and he's striking out a lot, all of a sudden there could be some, what's going on? What is this guy? Who is this guy can't hit home run? What's the story? Figure it out. We'll figure out if he can handle that kind of pressure. He's also known to get, he's also prone to get hurt a lot. That's something that's happened to him in the past as well there. But I just feel like the Yankees are deeper in the pitching staff. I actually think Severino, Severino, is that how you say it? He, I think he's he's kind of blossoming into into a front-line guys for them. And I really think that what they've done in that lineup, it's going to be very difficult. There's going to be like a softball team. I think they're going to be able to score a lot of runs. But I do think their back end of their bullpen is going to be able to hold it down a little bit. And I think the division, you know, I think the Red Sox will be fine. I think the Red Sox will be there. And I do think the Blue Jays will blow up at some point, And I think the Orioles will contend a little bit too. But... In the end, I think the Yankees will probably end up winning this division. That sucks to say that. God, it sucks to say that. <laughs> I hear you. What do you think, Patrick? I disagree. Oh. Right. And I am excited to disagree. Um, I will say I have a friendly wager on this division, and my division winner is the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Uh, Equally as think- depressing. I was going to say, I, oh, yeah. I, I hate hearing that too. For you guys. Um, the Yankees are going to be really interesting this year. And I, I get it. Listen, they both have new managers. So that, yeah, that's kind of a wash to me there. I am really interested to see what happens with Stanton this year. It's um, he's, he's the DH right now. I don't think, I don't think everybody knows that. I don't think everybody knows that John Carlos Stanton's penciled in as the DH playing on a winning team for the first time in his career, assuming the Yankees are a winning team, which I think we all do winning team for the first time in his career and is going from a stadium where there are 30 people to the biggest media market in America. I am fascinated to see how he handles all this. So I think the Red Sox, once they get healthy, I mean, right now they've got Pomeranz and Eduardo Rodriguez in the 10 day DL. I think they have a better pitching staff than the Yankees. I think Severino is a stud. I, th- I think probably him and Sale wash maybe a little advantage to Sale. Uh, and then once you go down there, I, I Tanaka. People forget how bad Tanaka was. Yeah, last he, year. Was, he, was he was. He was dead. He was pretty good in the playoffs. You know, four seventy-two ERA in the regular season. You got CC in there. You got. Sonny Gray, who I don't totally buy in Yankee Stadium, no longer pitching in Oakland with that cavernous ballpark. And you got Jordan Montgomery as your fifth starter. I, I, I just I do not buy that rotation. And if Severino were to go down with an injury, 
I think they'd be in trouble. If the Red Sox were to lose Sale, I think they'd be in a little bit of trouble, but you still have a assuming healthy price and Porcello, who was bad last year, but is also one year removed from Cy Young, who I trust more than most people in the Yankees rotation. So I am taking the Red Sox for this division. I, I, I think I'm probably the minority of most of most people around the world. Yeah, I I think so. the The Red Sox offense sucked last year. I mean, it, they they added somebody was, though. Yeah, but they, I think they they're going to have to really improve though to to win this division. I, I understand what you're saying about Stanton. I, I think I think you know, in my opinion, I, I think you might be reading into it a little bit more than uh, I might be than, than 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 I am at least. I think it's definitely a story. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. The Yankees are projected to hit more home runs than any team in, in Major League history this season, which is crazy. Actually, the Orioles are projected to hit more home runs than any team uh, has in a single season as well. But they're supposed to finish second behind the Yankees. Um, I, I think you know they can have mediocre pitching. Boston's pitching can be better uh, than the Yankees' pitching, but I think the Yankees are still going to outscore everybody, which is why they're my pick to win. Uh, the AL East as well. It's also why I think the Orioles are going to be competitive in this division too, is because I, I don't think that the difference between, uh, you know, I, I don't think that the Yankees rotation is, is all that tremendous. I think the Orioles are going to hit a ton of home runs too. So uh, I expect them to be in it. Spoiler alert for uh, some of my later picks, but yeah, I, I've got the Yankees uh, being better than the Red Sox. Those are, you know, I think those teams are going to be, um, fun to watch if you're not an Orioles fan this year (laughs) but uh but I I see New York winning it unfortunately uh as far as the NL East goes are we all in the same well I don't know I guess we'll give Patrick Guthrie his his say on the NL East I have the Nationals winning the NL East and I'm not gonna waste I'm not gonna waste too much time Zach are we gonna do a bet because last year you bet me that the Nats wouldn't win the, the wouldn't win it uh, I'm not going to bet you that this year because I think they will win it. So, yeah. uh, you're off. No you're, you're off on no that Braves. One. No, no Braves. Braves. No, no Braves. Who do you think could push them? And before we get to Pat, real quick, who do you think could? Oh, I mean, man. do you think the Phils? I think the Phils are a couple years away. They yeah, got some so young well. prospects. I like what they've done there. Do you think that the Mets have enough? Because I, I would think that they would be the only team in that division that probably would be able to push them. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I think you don't I think, like the Marlins. Marlins man couldn't get a seat through. I think the Marlins are gonna lose a hundred games. I think so too. Yep. Bet against the Marlins. Yep. Can uh, I count that as a bold prediction? I'm counting that as a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> who? Do, all right, Patrick. Who do, who do you have? Because because Jab and I are on the same page. So who do you have? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Man. Harper expires at the end of this year. Yep. Rendon expires at the end of this year. I'm actually checking on Daniel Murphy right now, who, by He's the way... He's a free agent. Daniel Murphy's a free agent after this year. Daniel yep. Murphy is a free agent after this year. So this is it for the Nats. This no. is uh, for this Nats team, really. And I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Harper is gone in um, in the offseason because the Nats have deep pockets and they'll obviously want to keep him. I think the Mets, if they're healthy, can push them, but that's so much – I mean, that's banking on so much right happening for the Mets. So I still think it's the Nats. I'm not crazy. All right. Uh, I'm close, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> I, feel like you were, I feel like you were trying to talk yourself into it there. Oh, I'm still trying to talk myself into it. 
but I can't I can't quite do it with all of the health problems that I saw from the Mets last year, from Syndergaard to Cespedes to Conforto. Those are the three best players. I mean, I, I don't know if those guys will be healthy this year, and if one of them's not healthy this year, they don't have enough. They need full seasons from all three of those guys to even kind of be in the Nats' rearview mirror. The Nats are a really talented, really deep team. They they still have guys in the minors. They still got Victor Robles sitting down yeah. there with, with Michael, you know, Michael A. Taylor playing pretty well last year. Yeah. They still got him sitting down there. So they're they're just a really good regular season team. Yeah. So I think they're gonna win the NL East. <laughs> Decent staff, too. I love that backhanded compliment you just gave them. Oh, it felt good. It felt right when I said it. That's good. I I will say this about the Nats, too, and sometimes people always talk about their their bullpen. I think their bullpen's a lot better this year, too. I mean, to have Doolittle, um, Kelly, um, who's the other other guy, too, that the... there have another another guy in that, that that bully, but it's not just one closer. I think that I think Rizzo's done a really good job of kind of supplementing some of these guys and some of the you know because last year you know the whole debacle with Paps and the whole whole deal that they've had that's been kind of their big issue. And I don't think it's whether the Nats win or lose this division. It, it's what they do in the playoffs. Be interesting to see what they do once they get there. If you know with if you know it would be. I would say this. I'd be more surprised outside of the maybe the Indians. I'd be more surprised if the Nats didn't win, win their division than anybody else in baseball. Even the Astros. I could say I, I think that division is a little bit tougher, but yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. So how about the uh, AL Central? So I, I think this is a sweep, right? Yeah. yeah. Can we can we roll through this? The I agree. Here. Now, can Ain't we say close to the? Are Indians. we even allowed to say Indians anymore? Or is that not PC enough? What's the story <laughs> on that? And Chief Wahoo's not on the hat anymore. That's right. Jesus Christ. We all have Cleveland. Uh, How about the NL Central? How do we feel about the NL Central? How about you, Zach? I have the Cubs. Pat? This is fun, though. Like, (laughs) I have, to be clear, I have the Cubs. Okay. The Cubs are still a really good team. Um, I think think Darvish is actually an upgrade from Arietta because I think Arietta is trending in the wrong direction. Thank you. And they're obviously really talented all over the Diamonds. But man, Milwaukee's a fun team. Milwaukee like, is a fun they team. They are a fun, fun team. Yep. Um, I just don't know if they can hold the fort until Jimmy Nelson's healthy. Yeah. He was really good last year, and now he's hurt, and they're probably going to have to wait till June. And I, I like a lot of what the Cardinals did. And man, I really do usually don't like the Cardinals. There's <laughs> everything in me is conditioned not to like the Cardinals. <laughs> but I really like Luke Weaver, I really yes. like the Ozuna signing. Martinez um, is a monster too. Martinez is really talented. I don't think losing Wainwright hurts them that much because I don't think Wainwright's a guy anymore. So I'm a little worried about their bullpen. But this is, I think it's the Cubs, and I think we'd probably all agree. I'm interested to hear what, to hear what Jeff says, but I think it's close. I, I think the Cubs have two game contenders in that division. Yeah, I think this might be one of the best divisions in baseball this year overall, just from top to bottom. So I do think the Cubs coming off of last year losing um, 
you know, in the uh, NL in, in the NLCS. I think this I think this is where the Cubs kind of come back a little bit and actually become a little better. One of those where you know, obviously they win the World Series. You had that huge hangover. I felt like they celebrated for a whole freaking year last year and still got to the NLCS. Right? Didn't they get to the NLCS? They beat the, they beat the Nats. So they did. Yeah. Least, yeah. So I mean, they they me and Zach were talking about it. Is this party ever going to end? And God, I get it. I know how many years that they got it and they, and they did. <laughs> it's funny you know, like, how how tired people got of that. God. Story. Everybody. <laughs> wanted to see them win and then after they won they're like enough already Jesus, we get it <laughs> um but i do i agree with you pat i think the division is going to be done here's here's the thing is chase anderson somebody that you guys legitimately believe in until nelson gets back no so yeah, i don't know here's here's the other thing their their offense is unbelievable but they got like 35 outfielders like how are they going to find the time to, you know the playing time to get all these guys they got kane they have brown they have um who was the kid last year that was just a monster too Domingo that, santana yeah i mean yep. they just got guys coming out of their ears and i understand they'll find a place for them but finding that in time will they will they do enough early in the year until nelson gets back for them or will they trade one of those guys and try to go out i don't know a, a free agent pitcher at this point at the end of the year i think that could be interesting for them because I think at the deadline they could be very active. I do think that the Brewers are going to try to do everything they can. They'll be fun. I, I mean, I love watching that guy, that guy go right down the damn slide every time they hit bombs, and I think that's going to happen a lot. But I think in the end, I think the Cubs are a little bit too talented and also a little bit too um, veteran-laden and, and a much better manager, in my opinion. So I do think the Cubs end up winning that division. I'm going to tell you this. I hate the Cardinals too. I'm with you. I know. I think I hate the Cardinals because Zach loves the Cardinals. I, I don't love the Cardinals. That. You yeah, always say Cardinals, I love I the Cardinals for years, seven years deep. I don't know however long we've been Alan Craig. God, you love it. He will never let that go. I can't. The Cardinals are the Patriots to me, and so that's for some reason. And listen, I'm jealous of the Patriots, and I'm jealous of the Cardinals because all they do. And so I'm with you. I think the Cardinals are one of those teams where this year everybody's sleeping on them and blue, blue, you know, the Cardinals, whatever. All they do is find ways to win with the roster that they have. And I agree with you. Luke Weaver is nasty. All right. Uh, don't you feel bad for the teams in this division? Like, I think we all we all have the Cubs winning. It I reminds like me of like too. when the Pirates were good. Like, remember when the Pirates were good and and they were constantly losing play being a wild, uh, wild card, card team games. and losing that one game playoff. And I felt terrible for them because honestly, if they were in any other division, they would have won a division. But they were always a wild card, and that's kind of how I feel. Like the Brewers, I mean, the Brewers could be on the outside looking in this year and and still be one of the best teams in the National League just because of how stacked this division is. So it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. um, you know who I feel terrible for? Who do you feel ter- terrible for? Alan Craig because he killed his career. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> I love that you remember that. That's amazing. God, you loved him. All right. Who's winning the uh, AL West, Jabby Burns? The Astros. The yeah, Astros of course they are. Astros are going to win 100 and however many games. And I did say earlier that the, I'd be surprised if you know if the Nats didn't win. The Astros looking at the division now. Here's, here's my caveat on this, Patrick. I think, not that the Mariners are going to be good, I do think – that the uh, Angels this year, and I know Mike Sosh is still the is Mike Sosh still the manager? Yeah, yeah man. Angels. Yeah, okay, because yeah, I know he's got he's got a lifetime contract. God, Zach loves he's Mike Sosha. God Zach loves Mike Sosha. But Zach has gotten me to the point where I realize that Mike Sosha is an awful manager, and I just feel like that his message is kind of getting tired. I want to get Trout and those guys in there, but I'm sorry, Houston is just loaded. Look, can I can I 
go ahead and tell you guys their staff. I was talking to Jackson, my son, about this because he was talking about all the pitchers that he picked in, in our fantasy draft that we had. And he's like, yeah, and I got Verlander and I, and, I, and I got Cole. Did Dad, did you know Cole is on the, the Astros too? And I was like, crap, I kind of forgot about that too. By the way, Keuchel is going to come back and have a bomb year too. McCullers, last time I checked, is still on that team as well, right? I mean, their pitching staff is absurd. And, and, and Patrick already has... Yeah, and you already have Verlander winning the whole jam- damn thing. So it's like, what the frick is going on? Plus, their offense is just going to rake in that bandbox. I mean, Bregman is just a monster. I love that kid watching that kid play. They are unbelievable. They should run away. And, and I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I have them probably going pretty deep as far as I remember putting down these picks. So Astros win this division, but I really want to see the Angels push them a little bit. Yeah, I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I think the Astros are going to have this division locked up by like the end of June. Like I, I think they're going to run away with it. What do you think, Patrick? I am happy I'm not an Angels fan because I could try and convince myself into the Mets competing with the Nationals. I don't think you can convince yourself into any team competing with the Astros if they're healthy, even if they're not healthy. I mean, we we you, Jab just mentioned their rotation; they're stacked from top to bottom. What about that kid who got suspended for steroids who's going, to, who's going to be back halfway through the year, who, by the way, is a top 10 prospect and is the guy that they wouldn't part with in any trade this year, this kid Forrest Whitley. He's really, really good. He'll be back halfway through the year. Um, the fifth starter is Charlie Morton, who was so great in the playoffs for them. And, and, I mean, we said it. They have Jab's MVP pick. They have the AL MVP. And they have the World Series MVP. Yep. They – they are the best team, top yeah. to bottom, and they are they are a hundred game winner. And if they don't, something went horribly, horribly wrong. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So that brings us to our last yes. division. This is great. The National League West. Yes. This is the best division. My favorite. This is the most fun favorite. division. It is the most fun yeah. division. It I agree. Favorite. I I had the most fun um, coming up with my pick for for this division for sure. I, I've I've looked at projected standings for a while and gone back and forth, and I, ultimately uh, I went with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who I know are projected uh, to win ninety three games, and the Dodgers are projected to win one hundred and four. I have some more questions about the Dodgers than uh, than the projection systems do. We kind of talked about that a little bit. I really like what the Diamondbacks have done. Really like the season that they had last year. Uh, think that they can build upon that with the Dodgers taking a step back. Uh, so I have the Diamondbacks winning this division, and and I think it's going to be a really fun race uh, the whole season to to keep track of. What do you think, Patrick? I kind of tipped my hand earlier, but I agree with you. Um... I mean, the Dodgers have won this division every year since, I think, 1995. And I'm only half joking. They've, they've won, like, the last six NLS. They, uh, they've run the table. But I, they still have prospects, like which is amazing to me. They still have, like, this kid Alex Verdugo in the outfield. They still have Walker Bueller, who's a great pitching prospect for them. I just think the, the health uncertainty with Kershaw kind of throws everything into flux here. Because... You look at their rotation, and it looks good when you have the best starter in baseball on it. But when you don't, you have close to 40-year-old Rich Hill, Alex Wood, who was really good in the first half and really tailed off a little bit in the second half, and then Kenta Maeda. The the D-backs rotation, objectively, is better. 
um, I, I think, with with um, with Granky, with Robbie Ray, with Godley. It goes deeper. Their bullpen's good enough, I think, and a, a lot rests on a guy like A.J. Pollock for them being healthy. Mm-hmm. But this is a team that kind of went toe-to-toe with them with the Dodgers last year. And toward, you know, down the stretch, once the Dodgers had kind of salted this thing away, the D-backs went on a run there where they, I think they took three in a row from the Dodgers, maybe more than that. They might have taken a series and an extra one. Yep. They're not afraid of the Dodgers. Like they, yeah. they, I, I guess not afraid is not the right word. They, they play believe, them well. Yeah, they play they them They believe well. they can beat the Dodgers. Yep. Playoff series aside last year, granted, they lost that series. Dodgers were the better team. They believe that they can beat the Dodgers. And I think that's half the battle, and I think they're going to do it. Yeah, I think I, that's very well said. Uh, that's very well said. Yeah, except for it's not going to happen because my Colorado, <laughs> my Colorado Rockies oh, are coming Rock- to play. Oh, baby. he's it's bought into party. the Rockies. The oh. Rockies are this year's uh, this year's Mariners, Javi. Oh, huh? that, it could be. Yes. Uh, obviously, I have Arenado winning the whole jam. Um, I just, I don't know. I here's my thing. I think they shored up the bullpen. I do like the way da- way Davis yep. signing. Um, I still think that they don't have any starting pitching, but I don't even care. You know what? If you had Kershaw, Scherzer, Kluber in there, I still think that they're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what matters at, at pitching in Colorado. I don't think it really, really matters. I, I think that basically what they're going to do is they're out slug people. And I think in that division, I know they got to go on the road and played 81 on the road as well, but I do like their lineup. I like what they've done. I think they can score some runs. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I do think that the back end will really, really solidify some wins early. And I agree with you guys. I think it's funny that both, uh, both all three of us, not, I mean, we've all think San Francisco obviously is towards the bottom of this division. In my opinion, I think, I think they got old really, really quick. I think this division is going to be so fun. And listen, I'm a pods guy at heart, but you know, based on growing up there, I'm going to be excited to watch all their young players that they have going on out there. Petco park. If you haven't been there, you got to get your ass out there. That's a fantastic underrated ballpark. But just in general, I think this division is going to be one of those where I'm going to be staying up late with my boy Amzinger. Amzinger, who's my guy? Greg. Greg Amzinger. Oh God, I love watching those guys late at night at ten <laughs> o'clock at night. My family's asleep, and I'm just watching this guy just do bad zings and watching West Coast baseball. <laughs> I love it. I, I hope the Rockies run and, and hide because I really think this division is going to be fun to watch. But I'm going to just—I was really, really. I think the Diamondbacks are going to be really good. I think Robbie Ray is going to come back and have a really, really good year. I think Ricky's going to be great. I actually really like their lineup. I'm a big A.J. Pollock fan. I love Goldie. I just think that the Rockies are going to have just enough to get this division. I think these two teams are going to battle all the way out towards the end there. It's going to be very interesting to see because the Dodgers are loaded, but I think the Dodgers are going to have a little bit of a down year. So cart this one up, Zach, Zach Wilt, because I think the Rockies are going to go ahead and make a nice run. <laughs> I love what they did with their bullpen. Yeah. I actually like their rotation. Like I – I was in a game last year. They played the Nats, and this kid Marquez for them yep. was perfect against the Nats through five, throwing 98-mile-an-hour gas, blew away Harper twice, and I, I had no idea who he was. And between him and Gray and Freeland, like, their pitching staff may never be great, but there's talent there. Yep, and yep. with the bullpen that they got, they're just going to say, hey, go out, us, uh, go out and get us five. Go out and get us five innings. We'll, we'll figure out the rest. And we'll get you eight runs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, those are uh, those are our division winners. So how about we move on to wild cards? You're up first, Shabby Burns. I like to get wild, Zach. Uh, Red Sox will be in this discussion. 
And as much as everybody thinks the Twins and all these other crazy angels and all these other things, your Baltimore Orioles are going to find their way into this spot. And, and here's, oh here's my reason. Here's my reason on the Orioles real quick here. I do think that the Blue Jays are going to be kind of – I actually think the Blue Jays are going to be dreadful. I really do. I think that there's a big blow up about to happen. I think Donaldson wants out of there. I yeah, think Guerrero's yeah. getting ready to be slid right into third base. He's already got his dad's number. Um, I, I just, I just think that they're they're trying to turn it over over there, and I think that that's going to happen. I've been telling Zach for years that this Blue Jay team's going to blow up, and I hope they fire the dumb manager too. Um, <laughs> but they they have they have that going on. I think the Rays are going to be dreadful. What I'm saying is the Orioles are going to compile some wins against a division, the bottom half of this division. And I think they're going to be able to kind of compete and hold their own against the Yankees and the Red Sox. Because, again, I don't think that either one of those teams are that great because you guys both pointed out these things where, you know, the stuff that's going on in New York, the stuff that's going on in Boston with the offense. And and I just feel like the Orioles offensively will be able to compete year after year. How bad was the Orioles pitching last year? It was historically bad for the Orioles, right? And I'm not saying Kashner coming in is Mike Messina. I'm not saying Cobb coming in is Jim Palmer. I'm not trying to tell you that. All I'm telling you is bringing Cobb in and bringing in these guys will solidify this pin now where all of a sudden Mike Wright doesn't have to pitch every fifth day. I don't have to see Castro come in and actually be the starter. I do think that the Orioles have solidified and put these guys in a good position towards the back into the bullpen to kind of help solidify the fact that Zach Britton is not there. I agree with Zach. I think Machado's going to unleash because he knows he's leaving. I think there's no pressure on Machado at this point. He's getting a contract regardless, right? So what's the pressure he's going to get? Plus, there's no pressure of actually coming back to Baltimore because nobody thinks he's coming back to Baltimore as it is anyways, right? I think Chris Davis has to be better than he was last year. It's almost physically impossible for him to be as bad as he was last year. Jonathan Scope has really, really really ascending himself to becoming a, I think, elite second baseman. I'm, I'm willing to use that term now at this point, second baseman in the American League, and there's a lot of them. I don't love Beckham at third base. I actually am terrified of Beckham at third base, but his bat does enough for me that I think that it'll out, outdo it. Mancini, to me, has shown me enough now over 162 that I think that he's a legitimate left fielder that's going to help the Orioles. Trumbo's terrifies me. I like the fact that Cisco and Joseph, I like that combination. I hate Cisco behind the plate, but I do think that his bat will help when Joseph's not there. I hope Joseph gets a majority of the reps. All I'm saying you is this. In the end, the manager for the Baltimore Orioles continues to put this team in a position to compete year after year. And last year, as much as everybody wants to say what happened towards the end there, you you started laughing at the end of August when that team was making going on another heater. This team is never out of it when you have Buck Showalter on their bench. And I'm sorry, I, I just can't believe in the Twins at this point and, and tell me that they're just better than the team that, that the Orioles have put out there. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles as the other wild card, playing the Boston Red Sox in a wild card game that I will have my pants down around watching. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. All right. I, I, I love the optimism about the Orioles. Patrick, what do you think? That was a great sell job, Jab. I, I, that was really – that was actually really good. Um, I think the obvious one here is I, I didn't pick the Yankees to win the division, and I'm not crazy. Like, I, I think – I think the Red Sox on the division, but I think it's like three games or something like that. So the Yankees are in for me. Um, and yeah, but really it is between for the for the second wild card. I think you could throw the Orioles in there as a team that can contend. I think you can throw the Angels in there as a team that can contend and the Twins. And I, I think that's kind of your three. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Angels. Uh, I believe that Otani is going to figure this out. 
I believe Otani's going to be a good pitcher. His stuff is too good for him not to be. I I, I know he got you know rung up and. In spring training over and over again, but I like what they did in the offseason. I like bringing Cozart and Kinsler. I like re-signing Justin Upton. It's a it's a good lineup. Um, you got the best player in baseball in there too. That helps. They need Otani to be good, and they need Garrett Richards to be healthy, and then all of a sudden they're a good team. So I'm I'm going to go with the Angels as my other wild card. Boo. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, I am uh, jumping on the uh, the Twins bandwagon. I think a lot of people have uh, have have been big fans of the off season that the Twins had, uh, and and I am one of them. They're projected to win eighty five games. I don't think they're going to be in uh, you know in the running there in the Central. I still think the Indians are going to run away with it, but. Just for the same reason that you know, I talked about Corey Kluber uh, winning the Cy Young. I look at the Twins. I think about the teams that they're going to get to play in this division, right? I mean, they they are are going to get to match up against the Royals, against the White Sox, and against the Dodgers nineteen times this season. Each one of those teams, they're going to pound on those teams, man. They're they're they are going to destroy them. The Indians are the only team that's competitive, and and you know they're they're going to win a hundred games this year. Uh, but the Twins, they get some really soft competition in the rest of uh, of the division. They they had a good off season. They've been an up and coming team. I think they snag a wild card. My second wild card, um, you know, not a surprise is is the Baltimore Orioles. I, I think that the Orioles. I'm very optimistic about the Orioles. I think that the Cobb signing, for the same reason that Jab mentioned. Uh, is is what's going to solidify them. I, I think that the only place that they're starting rotation could have gone was up after last season. It was just historically horrible. The offense has been good. I think it's going to be even better. Uh, you know, I've got Machado winning the MVP. I think he's going to have just a, a, a historically huge season. Uh, the same reasons that Jab mentioned. I, you know, this offense is going to mash. They're going to hit a ton of home runs and they're going to score a ton of runs. And if their rotation isn't terrible, if it isn't terrible, which I don't think it will be terrible, I don't see why they're they're not in the running this year. Um, I think the East is going to be challenging. The East is always challenging, but. I, I've I've got the Orioles snagging a wild card and, and playing that game against the Twins. So, can I also back it up? Please, back here Please. on this on that part when you said it's going to be challenging. The East has been challenging forever, it's always right? challenging. and the Orioles continue to to be there in the mix. I mean, I know that last year they faded, but under Buckshaw, they continue to always be in the mix. So it's really hard to say this is a homer pick. And I know that I'm one of the biggest homers out there, but. You've got to look at it like this just happened. It would it be really that surprising that there's three teams that come out of the AL East in the playoffs? Nope, shouldn't be. I mean, it happens all the time. So the Yankees could blow it right out their keisters there, Patrick. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, all right, so for the National League, the wild cards. Uh, I'm, I, I've changed my picks like three times while recording this show, and what I've settled on is the Dodgers. I know we've talked very negatively about the Dodgers. I still think they're a pretty good team. Um, I, I think they're going to be going to be in this thing. Let's not forget, you know, despite the challenges that they had, they still won 104 games last year. Looked like they were going to win like 140 games uh, with the pace that they yes. were going at, at at the middle of last year. Um, so, you know, I, I think I, I'd be a little crazy to uh, to discount them too much. So I got them winning a wild card and facing off against the Milwaukee Brewers, who I, I really like the way that they built this team. 
Uh, <laughs> I really like the way that this team has been constructed. Uh, you know, we, we talked all about them in the, uh, in the central and I think it's going to be a fun race. And I think that they're going to be the other team there. Who do you got, Patrick? Uh, I'm really trying to talk myself out of the Dodgers right now. <laughs> You've been trying that all, all pod, the whole episode. I have been. Um, and I think I'm going to be unsuccessful in doing so just because Kershaw is still currently healthy. And I, I think they're going to try and back off his innings a little bit. I think they're going to, they're not going to push him to 200 here. And I, I just, man, I, I want to do it, but I, I guess I have to leave them in just because they've been so good for so long. I don't feel great about it. I do feel good about the Mets guys. I think the Mets are going to make the wild card. Yeah, you'll get about that. Um, I love it. Uh, I again, it's 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 all contingent. As I said earlier, 90, 90 and 72, 72 and ninety could go either direction. Um, I'm very happy with the fact that Michael Conforto should be out maybe all of two weeks. He's the best player on the team. Had that nasty injury last year, and he was. I think he played in his first Grapefruit League game yesterday or two days ago. Seven innings in center field. Um, if that guy's healthy and that guy is what he is what he was last year, I like their team. I like their bench. I'm a little skeptical on the bullpen, but again, you get 60 starts out of Degrom and Syndergaard, and I think this is a wild card team just because they're going to win the majority of those games. And I think the rest of the rotation. I, I don't need Matt Harvey to be the Dark Knight anymore. Nobody does. Matt Harvey needs to be a three. Five to three six ERA pitcher and be the third or fourth best pitcher on the staff, and I think he can do that. All right, I like it. I like it. So Mets and Dodgers for Patrick. What about you, Javi Burns? Uh, I had the Dodgers on here, and I kind of going to switch it because Ooh. I was so. I, here's my thing. I was really jacked up on the on the D backs to begin with. I do think that they're. I like what the D backs did. I, I agreed with Pat. Patrick got me fired up when he was talking about. The fact that they kind of stood up to the Dodgers towards the end of last year and basically just said, we're not – listen, I know you've won this thing 118 times, as Patrick pointed out, but we're not scared of you. We're going to come at it. And I do think that D-backs – I think if A.J. – here's my thing. I think A.J. Pollock could be one of the best baseball players out there if he could stay healthy. And his injuries are always just random things that happen. But, man, if you're into DraftKings and Pollock's on there, just take a gander at him. That dude hits triples like nobody's business. Um, I'm going to take the Brew Crew because I do think the Brew Crew is going to make – um, two additions. I think at the deadline, I think they're going to get Nelson back a little bit before the deadline, and I do think that they, if they're going to be in the mix there, I think that Braun or one of those outfielders are going to get traded in with maybe one of the prospects and go out and get the pitcher. I don't know who the pitcher is yet at this point, but I do think that that's what they need because I think their lineups to be able to score some runs, and I, and I think that that division is going to be interesting. I think they're going to be hanging around with the Cubs, but I, I just really like what they've done, so I'm going to go with them, and I think the D-backs will be there and hanging around, and I'm going to say this, Patrick, going to your Mets. I'm going to be rooting for the GD Mets like a mug that I do every Good. year because I have nothing against the Mets. I, I, I just I just love it, and I hate the Yankees so much, so it's so, and I love New York, the city, so I would just love to see the Mets get in the mix. And I have Thor, by the way, when in the in the um, you know the Cy Young, so I want to see him do well. And it's just, just there's always just fun stuff going on up there, man, at City. It just seems great, and that's a ballpark I need to get to as well. So um, they were right there behind it. I actually think that the Dodgers are going to be one of those teams at the end of the year you're going to look at and go, damn. Shouldn't the Dodgers be in the mix, man? This division. I'm telling you, the NL West, I know that you know most people listening to this are Oriole fans. 
just take a gander a couple nights a week and take a gander what's going on out west. That's going to be a gosh darn fun division. Excuse my language, Zach, um, out there. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch out there. So I think that's something that people should watch out. But I'll take the Brew Crew and the D-backs. All right. I like it. I like it. So there you have it. Those are uh, those are our picks for our wild cards. Jeb's got the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. Patrick's got the uh, the Mets and Dodgers. I have the Brewers and Dodgers. So before we give our World Series matchup and our winner, we got to do bold predictions. Are you ready, Patrick? You, you don't have any bold predictions in our document, so I don't want to. I don't want to catch oh, you off guard. Yeah, you guys go first. Okay. I think. All right, I'll go first. So yes. uh, and I'll, I'll be quick. I got uh, I got a few. Uh, so uh, Andrew McCutcheon, you know, big news during the off season. He is now Dutchman. playing out west. The Dutchman, he's back. He's going to be an all star again this season. I, I think it's going to be a resurgent year for Andrew McCutcheon. I, I don't think his team out there. I don't think San Francisco is going to be uh, very good. In case you haven't been listening to the last hour of the podcast, but I think that a, a change of scenery is exactly what McCutcheon needs. A little west coast living is exactly what he needs. He's going to be back. He's going to be an all star this season. The wow. Indians, the Astros, the Nationals, all three are going to win 100 games this season. And the wow. Miami Marlins, they're going to lose 100 games this season. They're going to be just absolutely dreadful. What do you think, Jab? What's your bold bold prediction? Jonathan Scope will sign a long-term deal with the Orioles, um, I'm going to say, in the middle of the summer. With Brady or with Dan? With, with Brady. <laughs> definitely definitely with Brady. And with the Orioles. I love it. And that is and that's some stuff that's going on. I, I think that's a it's a bold prediction, but those are some also some some nuggets I'm throwing out there. I, I think Scope is in nice. a, much more of a negotiation um situation than people think. So I, I sense really an think inside John the warehouse like, column coming there up. Could be something coming around. Uh, around all right, Patrick, we've we've given you a whole minute to come up with one. You got anything? I think I can give you one right. and I think it's gonna involve me changing previous pick. <laughs> Give me the Cardinals for the other wild card. I think the Dodgers are going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> yes! I love that you ended up talking to the Dodgers. The Dodgers. I, 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 like, something is just not sitting well with me with the Dodgers. Walker, it's just not. What about Walker Bueller? He doesn't get you fired up? He does, man. I think he's a good player. But I just, for whatever reason, like, this, this happens, man. Like the, We know this happens. This has happened to the Giants a million times. Go to the World Series. Happened to the Tigers. The Go to the World Series. Miss the playoffs. The Dodgers are built really well. They are in a really tough division. I mean, I, I think, again, I think the Giants are old, and I, I don't think they can – but to be, you know, the worst team in that division, which they might be if the Padres aren't, like them and the Padres at the bottom of that division, they're that that's no Marlins, you know? Those are teams that can come in and beat you three games in a row. So – I, I will take the Mets and the Cardinals, and I will take the L.A. Dodgers missing the playoffs in Kershaw's contract year, mind you. Mm. All right. Uh, do you have your World Series matchup and winner for us, Patrick? Uh, I will take – I mean, I think the the obvious pick is to pick the Strohs to go back. Um, they're, just, they're just so friggin' good. Uh and I will take the Astros against. I'll go the Astros and the Cubs. I, I think um, the Cubs are just battle tested at this point. They're not going to have the Dodgers in their way again. And that, I mean that that lineup goes so deep. I think also people forget that since Darvish was so terrible in the uh, in the World Series. People forget that Darvish made a bunch of great starts in the playoffs for the Dodgers. 
Just people remember that he was brutal in the World yeah. Series. I think having him is a huge benefit to them. And I'll take the Cubs over the Astros to win the Ooh. World Series. All right. All right. I like it. Jab, what do you got? I'm going to go ahead. Nats. <laughs> Nats are going to actually win a couple wow. playoff series this year. I know. It's going to be crazy, wow. right? Nats are going to win a couple playoff series. That, that's your bold prediction. That, that, is, that is your, that's bold, your prediction. bold prediction. Yes, and um, all that massive money is still going to come up here to the 410, so that's pretty good. But Houston, Nats, Strohs win the World Series. Back-to-back. All right. I have the Diamondbacks versus the Astros, and the Diamondbacks are going to win it this year. Wow. Let's go, Zach (laughs) Greinke. I'm all in on the Diamondbacks. Now, do you remember, Zach, a couple years ago when I was down in uh, Orlando and you were showing me around a really, really nice park that people talk about when they're down there for spring break? I do. And you and I were having a chat and and the the Diamondbacks did all this stuff and you told me, I'll never forget, one of of my eight kids was coming out of the bathroom and you said, Jab, (laughs) the Diamondbacks are overrated this year. There's people all over them. That was, what, a couple years ago now? I was on it then. And then then last year, year they they stepped up. And this year... This year, this is their year. Diamondbacks over year. Astros, yeah. by the way. That's awesome. And you have the Cubs winning it all, Pat? I do. So for for the first time ever, I actually have the favorite winning the World Series. How about that? Wow. <laughs> I don't like favorites. And none of us took our team to win it. Crazy. That is crazy. Wow. Crazy. Well, boys, I can't wait for it to uh, to get started on Thursday. I'm pumped. Can I give you? Can I give you a prediction? By the way, Please. I want to ask all three of you: How excited? And I think it's good for fantasy too. How great is it that all the games are starting on Thursday? I love it. I love it. That's how it always should have been, yeah. man. Agreed. Same with all the games ending at the same time. I I love, I love, that, I love too. that too. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They finally figured it out. I mean, last time I checked, the NFL is pretty good with. Um, you know, figuring out big matchups and all that stuff. And, and I think that that's something that everybody's kind of coming around. And I think it's great. I think they're all opening up. I mean, for DraftKings purposes, it's awesome. That's something you can hit me up on at Jabby Burns if you want to lose some cash. Um, but I just think in general, it's, it's cool for everybody to be able to have all these teams playing. And I know that the Friday is going to be an off day, but I'll be at the ballpark Thursday. If you want to hit me up, I'll be down there. Hit me up on Twitter at Jabby Burns, be at the Diamond Tavern throwing bags. And I'll be there again Saturday, Zach. So I'll be going to the first nice. two games at Oriole Park. Nice. I love it. That's awesome, man. I'm jealous. Where are you going to be, Patrick? Maybe work. Breaking, breaking, <laughs> breaking down hockey. What are you breaking down? Some hockey? No, nah, man. It's baseball season. Good. Grinding. I'm going to be at work too, but uh, but I'm looking forward to Thursday. Thursday's yeah. going to be awesome. Uh, we got tons of great stuff for you over on BaltimoreSportsReport.com. If you're listening to this on Tuesday when it came out. Uh, Mike Long is a great piece that uh, that hit the site on Tuesday. Five Orioles. I'm excited to see in Baltimore later this season. So guys that did not make the roster uh, that had good springs that uh, that he thinks are going to be contributors for the Orioles uh, later on this season. So check that out. Um, you can get our daily feature every morning at 8 a.m. on BaltimoreSportsReport.com. That comes out. It's uh, it's a piece that you don't want to miss. 8 a.m. Or you can subscribe to it in email format. Uh, you can just sign up over on BaltimoreSportsReport.com, have it emailed to you. It'll hit your inbox Monday to Friday uh, at 9 a.m. So you don't want to miss that. Sign up. All kinds of great content this week uh, leading up to opening day and throughout the MLB season. 
Uh, so that's good stuff. We'll continue to have podcasts for you too throughout the season here on Baltimore Sports Today. So thank you so much for listening. Seven years strong doing the MLB prediction show. So uh, we'll make it eight next year and continue to cover the O's throughout the season. Oh, Patrick yeah. Guthrie, it's always good talking to you. We need to do this uh, not once a year. So need to have you <laughs> have you on more often. Yeah, once once the hours stop being weird, man. Well, uh, I, I I love talking to you guys, but we'll figure it out. Hopefully, we can get on for maybe maybe twice a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just I just I just want to be on and talk a little bit of baseball when baseball it's happens. It's fun. That's all. It's good. It's good to hear from you. It's uh, <laughs> that's all. That's all. It's did you get Strasburg? I did not get Strasburg, who was actually Turner. I did not get him. <laughs> I did get Shohei Otani, though, Zach. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're rooting for Otani. <laughs> the picture. I love it. I got I love the picture. It. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. All right. Cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jabby Burns, it's always good talking to you as well. You too, pal. For Patrick Guthrie and Jabby Burns, thank you so much for listening to our seventh annual MLB prediction show on Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your week. Go O's. Enjoy the MLB season. We'll talk to you again real soon. <laughs>